On today's episode of the Command Center Podcast, we recap the Falcons game, right, Fred? Victory! <laughs> Victory is right. Yeah. And we talk about who did their job, construction worker, accountant, janitor. We tell you who they all are on the team. And then, Fred, you finally got a win in fantasy, man. Uh, it had to happen, baby. Good week for me. Yeah, Caroline said that she gave it to you. We'll see if that's true yeah, or not. You know, yeah. Check that out on today's out. episode. Yep, yep. Welcome to the Command Center Podcast. I'm Logan Paulson here with Fred Smoot yep. and Santana Moss. Yep. Fred Ellen huh? James. I love to be Yeah, Fred, you. how's the hamstring doing, man? Uh, well, you know what? I'm okay after our race yesterday. Yeah, I, I know. You know what I'm saying? How are you feeling? I feel great, race? actually. <laughs> you see how proud he feel of beating you? I yeah, know. I do. I know. Well, he should he be proud. He should be proud. I mean, well, for a guy. He's younger than me, Tanner. Yeah, well, for a guy who doesn't do anything, But though. Logan wasn't like a runner. Like, Logan, like, <laughs> I always, don't get me wrong. Logan's a tight end. That, That's so true. Like, I tell like a buffalo. Time, Logan looked like he can just be the be a, a tackle. Yeah. Or yeah. Like, yeah. You know, he was so big, man. Yeah. I was shocked he got out there fast. Yeah. Like, you he tried to chase You me. can tell Logan training now. Yeah. So, I saw the form. I will say this. If I had cleats on and I warmed up, you toast. Because I, I, I watched the video Tana took, and I still was holding the football. Yeah. yeah. What was I thinking? <laughs> you ran that thing. <laughs> high and tight. High and Great tight ball security. Hey, come on. I'm looking back at you laughing. Dude, you were, I was, like, you know, like, because you're always talking about how your feet are all messed up yeah. and stuff. Like, I was. They hurt. I, they hurt today. They hurt. <laughs> I was impressed, man. Were you impressed, Tanner, or were you no, like. I wasn't impressed. No, come on, here's speed, demon. Like, <laughs> he said over there, no, looked it honestly, up. I was impressed. Both of y'all went out there and did it. Yeah. <laughs> Cause bro, look at and I, I work out Dude. like you. I'm just not racing nobody. I feel like it's a different I, gear you have I was to try to so, go to. I didn't, I didn't touch the top end there because yeah. I was just like, don't pull a yeah. hammy, don't, pop, don't pop an Achilles. Yeah, yeah, ain't that a shame that Dude. we played at such a high level? Okay, that we literally scared to go like all out well, tip now. If I, if I had warmed up and like was in a sweat, yeah. I'd probably went up. But like we literally, like, you were like, you were like, let's just race. Yeah, and you're like, no warm up, and I was like. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Folks fellow realize, you know, when I was sprinting back in college and, you know, because I, I tried to stay away from it in uh, high school. I didn't want to run like that. But in college, when I was sprinting, I realized early that you had to run the race before you run, run the race. race. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah, I mean, yeah, I would, yeah. I would get in my blocks and run the 60, and then while they're getting ready to get, you know, say, say you know, run to take your mark, I'm walking back. Yeah. So folks for to realize it takes more than just jumping out there. Now, there's, there's guys we've seen it done. Yeah. Randy Mosses and you know oh, some yeah. of these other guys that you just not stretch and, and just go out, out there and do a cheetah style, you know, yeah. top tier gears and all that stuff. I can't do it. So it's so funny. I don't, you, I, don't, I don't play with that stuff. You mentioned that because like I was, I do, I, I coach track athletes now, yeah. you know, part time. And one of the things that came out is like you do, you study like Usain Bolt, Justin Gatlin, and before they run the hundred, mm -hmm. they'll run ten hundreds, yeah. and they kind of rate them up. So yeah. it's like, oh, we're going to do one at fifty percent. Six fifty-five percent, yeah, and then yeah. they, the last one they do is like that ninety-five percent, yeah. and then they hit the real you race. Be lathered. You yeah. want to be. You want your body yeah. to feel like that. man, lathered. like hey, I'm yeah. ready to go. You know, lathered. <laughs> Love it. And I guess Jason, our producer, just said you can watch the race on YouTube. Yes, watch the race on YouTube, <laughs> and it's not it's not impressive. Let's just say that. Oh, it's most definitely a five four. It's what you expect for free. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, and, have so, you and also I will. <laughs> I'm six years from I will say this too. I was a guy who said, you know, I'm going to run it in the, with the integrity of the race. <laughs> so our producer Jason was like, on your mark. You know, one and Fred jump. two, and he's going, and I was like, "Oh shoot!" You know, so if you ain't trying, you, you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. And I to win. and right when Jason said, "Like, what did you expect to me afterwards?" I was like, "What did I expect? Yeah, like, <laughs> what did, like what was I possibly expecting there?" It wasn't for for, for a fair race. Hey, if All I right. got to pull pull your jersey to check you, I will. So, in addition to the fun race we did, yep. there was also a game. Yeah, the Atlanta Falcons game, which I I don't know. I, High, high level thoughts, guys. What'd you think about the game? We'll start with Tana. Well, I came into the game knowing how well Coach Atlanta was. Yeah. So I, I didn't. I can't say I expected the worst. I was just hoping that we matched their intensity. You yeah. know, when you're playing on the road, on the road. Yeah. in somebody else's backyard, man, you got to come ready to go. And that's something the same thing that I said going into that Philly matchup in Philly. So I was pleased to see that we 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 matched their intensity. I also was pleased that some of the things that I hit on last week, saying that we have to win the turnover battle. We did that. Yep. But what showed up more than anything is that when you're playing games or playing these teams in their yard, 
you know, you need something more. Somebody has to be special. And we got a spark from the special teams. Yeah. I think, you know, Joy Sly had a great game. Yeah. And then seeing our old Redskins yeah. come back, come back. <laughs> come back and go out there and spark the team with a nice punt return. I saw I saw his thing give out like, oh, boy. It wasn't lathered. He showed his age. He showed his age. But yeah. it was just, you know, I was talking to the um, special teams coach the other day, and I was like, he was like, hey, how did you – I say, look, he did everything that I expected him to do. I just hate the fact that when you haven't done it in a while, yeah. Yeah. when you get there, like, you don't know. You like, want to finish it. You know and what I mean? Yeah. So it's, I'm looking forward to him redeeming himself and getting another getting one another. and punching it in soon. <laughs> very soon. I don't know when. But and it yeah, is different, soon. like, when you aren't playing a lot. Yeah. Because you, you, you get in those moments and you see the open grass and your body's, like, not – Ready. You know what I'm not saying? You're not ready. Yeah. Like, I remember, like, catching balls, like, after being on the bench for a while. Yeah. And then, like, just feeling like you're running in quicksand. And mm-hmm. I always, are, like, as Tana said, I'm not the most fleet of foot yeah. guy anyway. So, imagine that magnified a little bit. Yeah. Makes it worse. Well, yeah. the thing about it is, I, I enjoyed the explosion. And see, you, you're Dex Mim guy. I'm, I'm, not, I'm, I'm not about the, the safe catch. I'm about I mean, changing games. So, That's so what we did. I'll say, say this, though. He's not dropped a punt. Mm-hmm. And so that is the most important thing for a punt returner. Yep. Now we get into the next level of this with Chana always points out yep. in his nuanced, excellent analysis, not this Man, nonsense y'all, y'all you're y'all spewing so over here. Of bias. No, I, I'm biased towards the truth. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and as we talked about yesterday, Fred, a paralypse will tell a lie, yeah, yeah. and you're telling them all the time. Boy. So <laughs> Patana said that's the most important thing. But then you want somebody who's got the juice yeah. to get you there. And so it was really nice. And, it, you know, we can't give Jameson all the credit because that was a really well-blocked yeah. no, return. No, no, no. They blocked yeah. for it. Yeah. And, and that's what I love. I love this game because it was a little bit of every facet on the reason they won this game. Yeah. Yeah. A little bit of offense in the first half. Yeah. Special teams sprinkled all throughout. Mm-hmm. And defense – Ended the game. Yeah. I love to see the turnovers. When you play a quarterback like Ritter, I want to see you dominate him. Yeah. Yeah. And, yes, he got 300 yards passing yeah. because he got Pitts and he got London. These are great wide receivers, London great looked, tight London ends. was impressive. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But it, I, but you you showed him you're still not ready. Yeah. I, you're still not but there. But like we said, though, you want a guy, when you have a guy that's capable. You know, you know yeah. we came in that game saying Ritter is capable. I told you, I, I like the guy. Yeah. You know, I like them coming out of college in uh, Cincinnati. I thought he did some great things coming out. But when you have a guy that's capable and young, force him to beat you with his own. No, yeah. You know what I mean? And so, yes, he had 300 yards, but he also threw three picks. picks. And that's what we did. We we yep. made sure that we we got to that guy, B. John Robinson, because he was going to be the guy that we were trying to slow down. Him and that, that other those other two guys, that 300 muscle that, that they have in the backfield. Yeah. yeah. You have B. John, you have what the other guy, Algier, Patterson, Algiers. and Algier. Mm-hmm. So we slowed those guys down and said, okay, brother, you have it. You have what it takes. Beat us in the air. Well, it's so funny. I could just see B. John right now pulling up in his car, letting the window down slowly, and asking somebody, do they have any great poupon? Uh, <laughs> like, listen, I, I I think he's a great dude. Because B. John Mustard? Yes. Yes. I, I, I can see him you, you doing that only, commercial. Only friend. Right? <laughs> only friend. I can man. see him doing that commercial, letting down the window uh, yeah, yeah. very slowly. Yeah. But I thought he, I think the world of that guy. Yeah, he's I, awesome. And, and for us to contain him yeah, the way we yeah. did, I thought that was great. And I think we got a lot of practice of containing him by trying to contain uh, Saquon Barkley. Mm-hmm. I, I think they are the same guy when it comes to a talent. So you don't think? No, I don't think so. You, who you think? So uh, to me, to me with Bijan, he's like in that next tier of like Christian McCaffrey, like yeah. the way he runs routes. His and you don't vision, put Saquon in it. So like we we've been watching a lot of Saquon, you know, because we're getting ready yeah, for the game. And um, and the thing about Saquon is he's explosive. He's strong. He's he's got that kind of. You know, ability to make you miss, but his vision isn't the same level yeah. as a guy like Bijan. Like Bijan is going to find that hole, find that crease, make elevate the O line, and I feel like to a certain extent, you know, uh, Saquon's gotten better at this. But that's the thing that keeps him out of that elite, elite group for me, which is again right now Christian McCaffrey and uh, Bijan Robinson. You right. know, and maybe like Nick Chubb, I'd put in there too. Yeah, I was going to say Chubb so. or even Swift. Like Swift has characteristics. Man, Swift is of dangerous. Yeah, like, but he I, has some of the same cal- It's you know, it's hard to evaluate Swift in my opinion because he when you he, he run behind that Philly O line, it's like who who's but driving. But we also the seen him run behind that Detroit. Offensive and line. I feel like he's not been as effective. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. So that's why I would kind of, again, you know, it's my opinion. And now obviously Derrick Henry is a beast, but yeah. he doesn't have the pass he catching ability. Right? So I would kind of, in some ways, I'd put Saquon and, and Derrick Henry in a similar category because yeah. they're both elite at something, but they don't have 
everything you want at the at the total position. package. You say so. Um, so yeah, defensively, you mentioned this, and I think this is really good insight. Like we were able to contain them. The energy was much better. I love that from the front. I thought the front linebackers defensive line mm-hmm. played, yeah, they played really well. Kudos to the linebackers. Yeah. Oh, kudos yeah. to the linebackers. I love what I saw too. Freak, yeah, all I was of them. Say that. Yeah. Seeing different guys in their yeah. game, man. I think I think they did a great job by you know switching guys in and out and, and making sure they had a fresh you know, uh, crew in there every time. And, and that, to me, I think that gives you a spark also. You yeah. know what I mean? De- mm-hmm. Defensively, offensively, you need fresh guys out there. And, yeah. and, you know, time and time again, we see guys that just want to go out there and say, hey, man, because we the guy. Yeah. Hey, if you need a break, go get a breather. Let somebody yeah. else who's capable, more than capable, come in there and make a play for you. That's something that I was thinking about a lot this week. Like, if in the back end, especially a, a group of guys that's been a little inconsistent, you know, like – Getting St. Juiced out there, getting uh, Fuller on the other side, getting Cam, all kind of surrounding Percy who's going to play the post, and then having Quan rotate in. I only only played like eight snaps, but yeah. or ten snaps, but having him rotate in in those situations, like just having some stability at those other pieces, yeah. as opposed to all these rookies. But I just like no, you, you play in the shape. You yeah. playing more zone than you did man to man exactly. in this game. Why not play him in this game? Yeah. Yeah. Because now you you protecting him by the calls yeah. and, and let him like. I'm one of them people like this. I'm going to look at the film and I'm going to say, you know what? I'm playing against Desmond Ritter this week. Yeah. Yeah. I can play him against Desmond Ritter. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm sorry. I can play him against Daniel Jones. I can play him against all of these guys. But it's some. It's, it's kind of lopsided to me. You're going to yeah. play him against A.J. Brown and, and, and Jalen Hurts. Yeah. But you won't play him against Desmond Ritter. Yeah. That bothers me. Yeah, I, I get you with that. And I think, well, so one thing I wanted to point out is like, you know, I think the front played really well. thought yeah. they played really consistent. There are still some inconsistency in the back end. You know what I mean? Just yeah, a little bit. And obviously, obviously they made a lot of plays. What is what is your your thoughts on that group coming out of this game? And, you know, like, because I, I, I do think that two picks from the secondary. Yeah. I thought there was a, a ton of, like, nice contested tight-throwing windows. But also there was, like, I think about the – They could have had two more picks. Don't forget uh, London wrestled two balls yeah. away, one yeah. from St. Juice one and one Saint from uh, Fuller, I think yeah. that was. So they played good ball to me. Yeah. Like, they was around the ball. Yeah. They made plays happen. We ain't never going to stop. Everybody, yeah. we're not gonna shed people down to no catches. That's just not happening. But I felt like they was in tune with the game, and I felt this was the first game this year that I felt like they felt good about the game plan. Mm. Yeah, like, no, uh, I can always yeah, tell yep, when the defensive backfield walks in a game and be like, you know what, we got the right play calls, yeah, we got yeah. the right setup. Let's go out here and make some plays. And it was a little different from a game plan perspective than what they've been doing. A lot of it was like single high, kind of straight man. Here we got a lot more. They've been running a lot of cover, too, but the disguises, like we talked about, were a little yep. bit better. A little bit of two-man, which was yeah. nice change. I like two-man. Yeah. A, little, a, a little bit more pressure in certain situations. Yeah. So I think, you know, as much as – I th- again, I thought there were some inconsistencies in the back end. I thought they played much better. Yeah. A couple things here and there to clean up, and you're never going to play a perfect game. Never. I do think the game plan by Jack and the defensive staff was much more comprehensive, and you could just tell the guys felt more confident, and I think yeah. that's just important. Just confident and more just settled. Yeah. I, I'm good with it. They had a different energy. They had a bounce. They had a pep in their step. You yeah. know what I mean? And, and that's something that I see. I think still some of the things that I want to see them clean up is just I see every now and then you get a guy or two behind them. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you, you know, oh. I, if you're the deepest guy, you're the last result. I, you know, I've, I've seen the one this one guy. I'm not gonna call him out because he's back there and everyone. Because no, no, let, let, uh, let's talk about you him. Know. So like, you know, Percy yeah, gives up a, gives up back a, there, gives like, up a deep post off of what I, what we call like a Miami concept. You get a guy yeah. crossing mm-hmm. to sit, and then there's a post behind it, and he's it's it's quarters right mm-hmm. quarters coverage. He doesn't quite get out of his back pedal in time, yep. and it it's a long foul ball. They miss. I think it's to Van Jefferson, yeah, right? Van yep. Jefferson. Yep. So that was like early in the game. I think that was like mm-hmm. maybe in the first first quarter, quarter first half. The thing I want to point out about Percy that I have a lot of respect for is after you go through and watch the film, they ran that same concept out of a different formation in the third quarter, and Percy identified it, got out, and was deeper than the deepest, and they couldn't throw the football, right? And so with a young football player like Percy, a guy that I think we all like, he's a good good player, right? There's going to be some growing pains, but one of the things I love is that in in the game, Mm. ran it once, ah, man, you got me. You got me. Ran it twice. I'm here. I got you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I think that to see that growth even in that setting is so, so important. Well, he goes thing with Percy. He's so fast, so aggressive. He's one of those players that he's going to meet his peak when he slows down. Mm-hmm. Like he needs to slow down Big time. and think through the process and then react. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's more react than thinking. Yeah, yeah. Like, so it, it, in the 
He's going to get better as he plays. Yeah. He can only straighten that out by reps. Yeah, by like it ain't idea. nothing you can coach him or tell him. He's going to have to take those bullets in game. That's kind and of, my thing with yeah. that is just, yeah, I'm I'm glad he was able to adjust, you know, on the fly. Like, yeah. say, okay, I, I messed up the first time, but how many second chances do we you get, get in this game? Yeah. You know what I mean? So if that quarterback is accurate enough and he hits that guy, yeah. that's a touchdown that now the momentum has shift on their favor. You know what I mean? So we're yeah. playing a game. Like, so that's what yeah. I'm just saying. So – I've seen it enough to say that, hey, you know, we in week six, we need to clean this up. We need to know that we can't be in the game making these these adjustments. Yeah. You got to make it coming when, into the game. The thing about it is when he gets to the level where he say, okay, you got me on the first one. I wasn't there, but you didn't hit it. Now when he really takes it to the next level, he's like, okay, now I'm going to bait you. Yeah. All right. I go back to it. I want you to go back to it, and now I'm gonna pick it off. Yeah, and I, and I think like again, like we've all played with young guys, yeah. right? That have taken a couple of years to develop, and this yeah. is the first. This is his first game this season where he's the full full time starter. Full time. Right? Yeah, and so he, we got to remember that he's a young player from an experience standpoint, and yeah. I think we're all we've been, we're very confident in what we've seen. We're very confident in his approach, but. Like, think about young receivers you played with, Tanner. Yeah. Like, they don't have it figured out right no, away. No, you don't. You know, I've been there. I remember my first couple of games back, and, I, you know, I had a setback, you know, early in my career when I um, I didn't play, and I got a chance to see it. But even viewing it from the sideline, you're not prepared to go out there and just 100%. go out. That speed is different. It's faster, yeah. And then you're trying to find your way of being the guy that you, you know, what got you here. And I remember, like, I was getting in games, and they was throwing me balls, and I was like, well, I don't even want it right now. <laughs> like, honestly, like, no, I'm just being real because yeah. I wasn't prepared. Prayer. I wasn't – I wasn't – yeah. I wasn't confident enough yeah. that I can make that play before the play came. Yeah. You know, and then it, it just takes one time making the play, and then you say, okay, I'm ready for it now. Yeah. So I understand people have their learning curve and, yeah. you know, where they can get caught up to speed to say that, okay, I can play at this level like I played coming into this level or coming into this league. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But we also also know that they don't give you enough time for that. You got to no, no. If once they, you out there, they draft you. They want you ready base. Yeah, they going they going to attack society. Teams are going to attack. Yeah. We saw that already with yeah. Forbes. Teams yeah. are going to say, okay, what is he not good at? Let's attack. This that. is his attack. Yeah, and I think it's important. Like veterans make mistakes too. Yeah. Like you yeah. watch, you watch. Time. You know, there was a, I think it was seventy nine defensive snaps. Like you're like, man, you know, like. Cam Curl should be a little tighter here, or this yeah. alignment by the defensive line is a little wide. And so that happens, but, you know, it's about kind of mitigating that stuff yeah. um, and limiting that. So offensively, what are we thinking here? That was a pretty, I think that was a pretty good breakdown of the defensive side of the football. Yeah. Offensively, thoughts, you know, first half good, yeah. second half not so good. Well, I thought second half was about three and outs. 100%. Third down, thousand we was not good you know, on third down. The ball. Yep, and the thing about it was you can't, you can't keep the drives going if you can't complete third down. And I thought we had some some penalties in there and some other stuff sprinkled in there. But I don't think we really saw the offense in the second half. Like, yeah. we didn't see the offense. And I thought it was some calls in there that you want to second guess at this time. Yeah. Yeah, so let's add a little bit of context there because I think a lot of fans say, oh, third down conversions, um, you know, like – that, that's obviously like a, a, a key thing of football. But let's look at the game flow, right? So in the first half, I think they had two, three, and nines that they were able to convert, right? Yeah. And, you know, usually you're about 50% with third and long situations. In the second half, and I don't think they converted one, third and plus, which I would say plus five or plus six, right? Yeah. So one of the things I would say about this is can you be a little bit more efficient on first and second down to manage that third down situation better? And so everyone says, oh, we need to run the football more on first down. But on a lot of those drives, yep. they ran the ball on first down, they got them to second and 10, mm -hmm. you know, or they got an incomplete pass on first down, they run ball on second down, and it's third and seven. Mm -hmm. So to me, it's just about can you increase the efficiency of those plays? Like I look at, you know, PFF houses all these crazy statistics, and one of the things that came out was like yards before contact. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And usually if that number is higher, your running game is more effective. Yeah. And our yards before contact as a team, I don't know if you want to guess, was point .1, which is not great. That's in the backfield. Yeah, which is not yeah. great. You're, it's like you're like right at the line of scrimmage. So if you want to run the ball more, mm -hmm. I think you got to be more efficient in terms of the plays you're calling and the play design of those plays. But this offense is not built that way. It's yeah. built to throw the ball. Yeah. So can we throw the ball to make better looks? Mm -hmm. you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Better looks for them to run into. Because I think about that that Christian Rodriguez series in the second half yeah. mm -hmm. where he's got the – it was like a seven-yard run, then a 15-yard run. And then all of a sudden on that – in the third play in that sequence, like it's obvious they're going to run the ball again. Atlanta knows they're going to run the ball again. And there's like literally nine guys in the box. They're like, cool, yeah. come on. 
Yeah. Bring it on. Yeah. And so in that situation, it's like do what you're good at. Yeah. Throw the ball. Yeah, yeah. no, no. Throw the ball. But you also got to realize when I line up and I walk to the, walk to the line of scrimmage and I got Calais Campbell at 280 yeah. at the defensive end and I, and I got the rest of this D-line with Grady and the rest of these guys, they are built to stop the run. Yeah. They're not pass rushers. Like Calais, yeah. as good as he is, at this point in his career, he's a run-stopping defensive well, end. I mean, he played D-tackle. Yeah, you know? that's what I'm saying. So he's a run-stopping defensive end. So when I come to this and I'm Coach enemy. This defensive line tells me this ain't a running game. Yeah. This is a passing game. And I would I, I would have thought we would have did more screens and draws to get them going sideways to yeah. tire them out. But running, I'm not running into that. Yeah. yeah and you I can, mean, we tried a couple of times and you saw stalemate. You saw us running into the back of our own guys. And I think one of the things that I've watched, you know, now what then we what we up to we're going into week seven, um, six weeks of it, you alluded to this way before the season started. Like it's not a must that we have to force the ball in these guys' belly button to you run don't. the ball to get yeah. that kind of effort out of those guys. Yeah. Like when you see um, B-Rob steady scoring touchdowns oh. because off of screens and yeah. you see, yeah. you know, us finding a way to give, you know, uh, A.G. the guy, you know, get a, him involved in the game and, and he's catching touchdowns, they're showing you that we can still be effective with these guys by finding ways to just, you know, pitch the ball yeah. out to them and let them yeah. do the rest. So uh, I'm not sold on the run game that much no more as yeah. I was before. I do feel like it will help us down the road, cause especially oh, when we get yeah. to times of like now when it's starting to get colder. Cold, yeah. You want to establish the run. You want to be one of those aggressive teams, especially when you're playing a team that likes to fire off and get after the quarterback. You know what I mean? So I just feel like when you can beat a team the way we've been beating teams, kudos to us. Yeah. But we do hope. I hope in going forward, whether it's 13 personnel, 12 personnel, find a way to get the running game involved a little mm -hmm. more. But if the team that we're facing doesn't allow us to be that team, yeah. don't force it. Don't force the issue. Yeah, absolutely. And I think you look at, again, I look at the Philadelphia game offensively, and I say that's about as perfect as you get. And they ran the ball, you know, I think it was about 20 times in that game, but yeah. a lot of quick game. A lot of moving the pocket. And, and to Tanner's point, finding ways to get those easy throws. And, again, just to make you a little bit more efficient yeah. on first and second down so that third down effort isn't so Herculean. And, yeah. and then we also, and I want to cut no, you no, off, as the quarterback continues to grow, some of those situations would be a lot, a lot better. You know, I yeah. think taking those sacks at times, oh, yeah. it, it, it hurts drives. You know what I mean? Like, sack on the drive counts the drive. I saw two sacks in one drive, and I'm like, well, there you go. Like, yeah. Whatever positive yards we got, those two negative yard plays right there is going to, yeah. you know, basically, Sit you know, back. I mean, you know, kick us in the behind. So I just feel like the more he grows and understand that, hey, even if I didn't get rid of the ball or if I took Just the sack. Just throw it away. Getting, getting rid yeah. of it is yeah. better than taking that sack because, yeah, you hold on to the ball, but if you threw it away, we're back to where we were, yeah. not five yards deeper yeah. and making it harder for us to get that first down. And, you know, kudos to um, Atlanta. I think they changed their game plan at halftime. They got in a little bit more true, like, cover two, which is yeah. what they thought they were going to do. They played a lot of zone in the first yeah. half, and Sam kind of kind of diced them yeah, a little bit. Yeah. So they got in that two-man look, and honestly, like, there were – very small throwing no, no, windows. The Nobody two man was does it, but see, that's when Sam has to say, "All right, they're gonna try me in two Let man. Let me go. I'm finna run. Run the yeah. ball. I'm finna. I'm, finna, I'm yeah. gonna wait till everybody gets as far as they can down the field, and I'm gonna take off. It's it's when we in two man, my back is turned to you. Yeah. If my back is turned to you, that means it's a chance that you can run into my back and yeah. me not even know it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm just saying. So Sam has to understand when I identify two man. Take off. Yeah. Don't worry about completing passes. Take off and run. Yeah. No, so I think that, to me, that's the difference between the first and second half. One is just you're not as efficient on third down because first and second down efficiency isn't quite there. Yeah. And then, obviously, I think Atlanta deserves some credit. They made some yeah. changes, and it really negatively affected the offense. Atlanta is a better team than people get in problem. That team, if they had a if they had, had a legit quarterback. If they had Kirk Cousins oh. right now. Oh, my uh, God. You think about how good they would be. Uh, listen to me. Pitts would be a 1,000-yard tight end. Yeah. Drake London has the catch rate. This is what – all right, tall receivers give you this, bad pass catch radius. Yeah. All right, they can catch bad passes anywhere they're thrown, and Drake London is one and of them. And I just guys. think about, like, we're digressing a little bit, but if Kirk's there, right, I, obviously you're maximizing. Like that that one late in the game where, they're, where we're in two-man, the commanders yeah. are in two-man, and Kyle's running the seam, and Danny Johnson's carrying Kyle yeah. Pitts. and. Uh, Desmond Ritter like throws like a back shoulder when Danny's like in the in back, back shoulder. Yeah, yeah. And, back and like shoulder. if you put yeah. that ball well, out in, in front, front of him, like yeah. that might be a touchdown. Yeah. yeah. And that 
that's where like a good quarterback Venture helps you out. Quarterback. So, and, and Danny's not in a bad phase there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, I think about Drew Brees with Jimmy Graham yeah. and how he's able to elevate all those guys because yeah. of ball placement. And yeah. that offense would be terrifying. That defense is going to be really good. And, and, really and that good. just shows you how much of having the right quarterback, you know, what he does to the guys and just your team alone. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. I mean, like, you know, playing a receiver position, it's just, you know, you look at so many guys out there and you say, man, He's he's giving work like let's say say for instance we off topic a little bit Tyreek Hill yeah yeah he goes from um Patrick boy, Mahomes. Pat Mahomes mm-hmm. to Tua. Tua no one expected Tua to be who who he is right now but that offense oh yeah allows Tua to be that, that. offense is sick. and with that offense allow him to be that you don't see no drop off of his game because yeah. guess what Tyreek's the focal point so you have to have a quarterback that's going to say hey at least I'm gonna get the guy who needs the ball. The, the ball, ball in his hand at the time and fashion, you know what and, I mean? And also coaching, you know, maximizing yeah, that stuff. Too. Yeah, like, yeah. So. But coaching allow you to be that guy because they put you in them situations. Right. You and, know I what th- mean? and I thought A.J. Terrell and Jeff Okuda played some, some ball out yeah. there, dude. That's what I'm saying. That defense yeah. is a good – like, that is going to be a problem. And if yeah. that offense was playing better, it would be even more of a problem. And wait till they get that one pass rush. Yeah. Like, they missing that one dude yeah. that, hey, look at me, All right, mm. offense, playing for me. Yeah. All right. So let's get into the next segment here, which we're going to kind of kind of flesh out our evaluation here. It's like, who did their job? That was the yeah. big thing. Do, like, do your, your job. job. Right? So our producer, do Jason, it. did an excellent job. I mowed the yard the other day. Did you? I did my job. Oh, there you go. You did right. it. Crushing it. All right. We digress. Cook dinner after. All right. So we're, he, he went up and looked up the, the most, what are they, the, is it the most, uh, most popular professions in America? Yep, yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. Most popular professions in America, and we will assign those professions to people on the team. Now, All right, okay? I'm with it. So the first one is construction slash demolition crew. So they so, destroy it. Yeah. So what yeah. group did you think was the construction? So we going group or we going we're individual? Going you go individual. It's however you want. Okay. Yeah. However you want. So demolition, uh, the construction. I'm going. First of all, I'm going John Allen. Okay. Demolition. Yes. He destroyed Dude, he people was great. for four quarters, yeah. tore the house down to the studs, yeah. and beat them up. I, that's <laughs> what he did. I'm going to say I'm Cosme as this construction guy because he built them up on the office. Nobody yeah. talks about saying This is what I love about office alignment. When they don't call your name and they don't talk about you, you did your damn yeah. job. All right, Sam Cosme does his job week in and week out because we never say anything about him. That offensive line built this team up. John Allen destroyed the Atlanta Falcons. Um. I'm going to go with one guy, just one guy in particular. I didn't dive as deep as Fred do. Uh, <laughs> but I'm going Deron Payne. Oh, yeah. I think Deron yeah. Payne is, showed us week in and week out. We were just talking about this. I was saying that Deron Payne and Jonathan Allen reminds me when I was in college and we had Reggie and myself. Now, Jonathan Allen, to me, I feel like he's consistent. Consistently, yeah. you're going to get that same kind of just he's always there. Just a bra. He's always there. Yep. And then you get Deron Payne, who's not next to him, too. It's not like he's not being consistent, but – Every now and then, he makes that super play. You yeah. know, he makes that, Unbelievable that, that play. game-changing, game-breaker play. Yeah. Yeah. And so I think, you know, when you watch this guy playing in the backfield, like we saw the player oh, that we yeah. drew up where they got a guy coming in to double-team him. He, he <laughs> his first guy, yeah. you know, you might have to beep that out. <laughs> then he just shows the other guy, like, guess yeah. what? I'm going to play with you, too, because yeah. you, yeah. you in my way. Yeah. He just finds himself in the backfield all the time for a guy to be that big, to be that fast, to be that nimble on his feet. I mean... He fits that. You know, he fits that guy that's just been a destroyer. No, I totally agree with that. Those guys are guys that I was going to pick. And so I think you'd say the D-line as a whole, but I, if I was going to kind of go a different direction, I'd probably say Jamie Davis and Cody Barton. Like, this is Cody Barton's best game of his best career game. as yeah. a commander. Yeah. He was all over the Somebody field. Somebody got into his, you know bad what. Bad yeah. call. Someone told too. him something. He was supposed that bad call yeah. they called when he literally jumped. Oh, yeah. Like, that, that was, he couldn't do nothing about that. I'm sorry. Where what are we fall? supposed to do where, on where, defense? Where would I fall? I mean. I'm, I'm, I'm in the air. Yeah. I, I got to fall. I got to land on somebody. Yeah. You can't, I guess you can't hit him in the head. Yeah. And he like literally like brought his hand down well, on the head. He brought his hand on the side. Come like, on. His chest no, and his face, man. I'm like, with it. I'm with it. But when you slow, when you, like we were watching it here, Jason and I, and when you slow play it, it's like, it looks, all, everything looks worse. It, yeah. It's like, <laughs> you know, so, um, but yeah, I think Cody Barton did an excellent job peeling double teams, getting up in there, being physical. Jamin, I thought like, like one of the first toss cracks of the game, man. He's yeah. like fighting the fullback off, gets it on a play. Like those guys played really well. Obviously, the pick for Jamin, you yeah. know, did a great. But I think that so you know we're talking D line, we're talking linebackers. I think that whole front really played yeah. Yeah. with that energy that you were looking for, Tannen. Yeah. So to me, like so talking about building a defense in terms yeah. of construction crew and then breaking down an offense, yeah. I think that whole front deserves a lot of shout out. All right, so well, let's we got get, next. So we got the next one, which is an accountant. 
So that person that's just putting up the numbers, doing their job, methodical, yeah. every single yeah. day. Um, I'll I'm start a, with Tana. Yeah, I'm yeah. gonna go with uh, Terry McLaurin. I knew, you, I you knew, Dave. No, there's I another, mean, there's yeah, another yeah, easy yeah. one, too. Terry's just a guy like, you know, as a receiver, everyone goes into the game. I remember I used to go into the game like, let me get 100 yards. But I never banked on it because I'm yeah. like, I don't know if the scheme's going to, you know, predicate or dictate to me to have this or my quarterback is going to be on one where he can find me at times yeah. when I'm not in the progression. to, You know what I mean? But you see that time and time again, each week, Terry has a way to just – I'm going to grind these yards out. I'm going yeah. to get a first down here. I'm going to get a loan in here. I'm going to get this five and six yard here. He, they just finding ways to get him involved. And slowly but surely, before you know it, he's going to be in the tops of all these other guys because he's just the type of guy. He's that guy yeah. that sooner or later he's going to get that 150, that 140, because when he gets in that zone, it's hard to stop. And we also know he's he's in the game with this little banged-up toe. Yeah. He's been playing and doing all this stuff with a banged-up toe. So I don't even think he has a clean bill of health right now. So – He's an accountant. He's a guy that's just ching ching putting yeah. putting yeah. the money in the bank. One, two, three, four. You can count on B Rob. Right? At the oh. end of the yeah. day, B Rob is my accountant because every time he gets a chance to ching ching, he does it. Listen to me. He's a DB's worst nightmare. He's a better receiver than you think he is. He yeah. runs between the A gap, B gap, C gap. Whatever you need me to do, coach, I am accountable. Yeah. I will be there. I will do whatever you need. And Quite frankly, he needs to ball more. Yeah, like, I'm so one of those too. people where and, get the yeah. ball to number eight. And I think, yeah, like, he's he's proved a playmaking ability that yeah. maybe we didn't identify. Or, I mean, I think we knew because we've been watching practice, yeah. but, like, you're seeing it. Is he leading the team in touchdowns, Jason? Can you look that yeah. up real yeah, quick? Yeah, I think yeah. he is. He so, is to me, I think, yeah. like, every game, every opportunity he has, he's making a play, Final making way. people right. Um, I think that's an excellent one. Terry, obviously, is excellent as well. I was going to use um, B-Rob for something else, but me too. I'm glad you used him there. So, for me, it's Kendall Fuller, man. Like, yeah. he's been so yeah. consistent, yeah. right? And it's not consistent in terms of picks. It's just, like, when you're looking at, like, when I'm doing evals. We like, talked about him in the run game two weeks ago, oh, and then he showed up in the passing boy. game, you know, with picks. So. Dude, and he was, even in this game, he's making physical tackles in the run. He's playing the right techniques. And I think that's the thing. Like, if I'm like, what is the DB supposed to do here? Mm -hmm. I watch how Kendall does it. I'm like, yeah. that's how it should look, yeah, right? Yeah. And he has just been a model of consistency and from he's this. fourth-generation DB I know. His yeah. grandmama played cornerback <laughs> for the Cowboys. <laughs> <laughs> like, so at the end of the day, this dude understands nah, mentally yeah. Yeah, how yeah. to play the game. Now nah, he's a wise savvy vet. I think when you get to the to the stage or to the time that he's in right now in his career, yeah. you know, you just – things slow down tremendously. You know what I mean? And I remember playing here, man, with you. You was, you was young, and I was probably in my 11th and 12th year. Things were so slow to me. Like, I would call guys yeah. out, like, Pierre, you finna get the ball. Mm -hmm. And Pierre's in there the line like, all right, and I'm I run through there and boom, Pierre on the dig yeah. behind me. I I saw the game different, so I, I I can just assure you that that's what he's going through right now. Like things are slowed down; it's almost yeah. slow motion. And I think can, that's what's frustrating about us when we retired. We are at the pinnacle of knowing the, we, the game. This is what but I'm our at body, my best. but our body is not, it's not yeah. the same. Yeah. yeah, but see, my thing is when you watch a guy like Kendall, man, it just shows you how. How vital a, a a veteran is to a core. Yeah, you know what I mean. Because think about it, we had all young guys, and they was making some of those mistakes that we saw in Forbes, and sometimes you see in St. Juice. Without Kendall there, yeah, we'd be in disarray. You know, yeah. you'd be like, damn, we need somebody that can that can be solid enough or or consistent enough that these guys can learn on the fly with him and say, yeah. see what this guy's doing. So we need to play a little more like that. So I love what he's doing, man. But he shows you that, you know, the older he gets. Because he was like this young in his career, too. Remember that first year, he got beat up. Yep. Everybody was like, oh, my God, this kid, he yeah. can't cover. The next year, he come back with four picks. Four picks. Yeah. See what I'm saying? So he's showing you now, man, this stuff is so slow. I see it. Don't play yeah. with me. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, I might knock and put, you know, put uh, him up I'm and down. I'm not a 4-3. But guess what? When coaches protect me and let yeah. me do what I do, yeah. don't play with Don't me. play with Yeah, me. I think that's exactly right. Like he's Because he's playing within the scheme at a yeah. high level. And yeah. I think he knows when to take chances. He knows when to be aggressive. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so for me – just checking all the boxes for an accountant, right? Uh, uh, this one's interesting. I'm excited to hear what you guys had to say. The janitor, right? They're, they're cleaning up. They're yeah. kind of may, maybe a little unheralded, you know, like yeah. a guy that is. a perfect is, guy. Who, who you got? Curtis Samuels. Curtis Samuel. I just Curtis told you he's my unsigned Clean hero. Clean up right on the right I6. He's my, he's my unsigned hero right now. I think Curtis Samuel gets in the game. And remember when we was talking about this offense, and I remember um, 
Fred talked about the whole entire offseason that it's gonna it's gonna suit AG well because he's that guy that you saw in Kansas City that can yeah. come in and he has a little running back in him, he has a little receiver yeah. in him. No, but we had the guy here for that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Curtis Samuels. He's yeah. the guy with the little running back in him, a lot of running back in him, and yeah. a lot of receiver in him. So yeah. he's doing everything we saw number 17 he do. Yeah. And all those guys in Kansas City yeah. who was yeah. very special coming the game for those, you know, Nicole Harmon mm-hmm. kind of plays. He's coming in and just putting up points. Every time he's in the game, he they find a way to get him involved, and he scores touchdowns. Yeah. So I think he's the cleanup guy. He's the guy right now, the unsigned hero of this offense because yeah. he's not a he's not you know a starter on the sheet. Yeah. But when he gets in the game, he's the guy you need to be looking for. He's, yeah. he's the guy you need to find. Yeah. And I think eventually teams are going to start saying we need to find him more or double him, and then those other guys are going to start coming in and, and, and making those big plays because right now he's just been dynamic. Mine yeah, and we be, break, uh, and just real quick, Fred, yeah. we break down some of those. We break down his touchdown yeah. on the Command Center show, so yeah. make sure you guys check that out if you want to see that. So My my guy be C-3PO, and I call him CCC, the clean-up cam curl. He's the dude. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I was like. <laughs> you thought I blacked out on that? <laughs> yeah, I was like. <laughs> the thing about it is cam curl just does it, yeah. dude. All right, listen to me. We are so when you get used to some, it ain't special to you no more. Mm-hmm. We're yeah. used to Cam Curl just going yeah. out here tackling and tackling, being his. Yeah. He's he could be the best open field tackler mm-hmm. in the NFL. Yeah. Reminds me a lot of Brian Dawkins in the way he goes yeah. about making plays. You say that, yeah. like he is that dude to me. He is the janitor, like I said. Clean up on aisle six. Cam Curl is your man. He's the dude. I'm telling you right now. Nobody on this team plays more consistent. Yeah, than Cam no, he, Curl. he's very consistent, and I'm glad you brought up his name because you know he's one of my favorite players, but. You notice something about Cam, too, also, that, you know, a lot of guys, when they're making plays, like the Ed Reeds, the Brian Dawkins, the people who like, it's one of those plays you like, man, you saw that? Cam just there. Yeah. He makes he's the play, there. and he gets up off the ground. You're Nothing like, special about Cam? It. Like, yeah, yeah. damn, how? I mean, I saw a play he made where we thought he was going to be able to switch, and then he ended up being in zone and yeah. played, played the flat. Oh, yeah. And I'm right. like, look at this. If you throw that ball inch a little wider, well, it's he a got it. for him. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? So. Yeah. He's one of those guys. He just a, he's a magnet to make. He plays. make it look easy. Yeah, yeah he make it look easy. Yeah, and it's it's more like his his intuitiveness that makes mm-hmm. it yeah. go right. Yeah. And I think that's and I like Arkansas uh, Razorbacks. Like, I, listen, hey, I draft them guys anytime. I I, I like players yeah. from Arkansas. Yeah. Just tough, dudes. Tough, yeah. tough dudes. Tough dudes. So for me, uh, to me, I'm surprised neither one of you guys took this guy. And it's Big John Ridgeway. Man, he probably had the best game of his career. Hacksaw Jim Duggan. Hacksaw Jim Duggan, man. He had, he had probably the best game of his career yeah. um, so far, and it was just doing the dirty work. The dirty right? work. He's yeah. taking out the trash. He's taking on double teams. Yeah. Cody Barton's running the football. He's in, like, some weird position fighting off. Got his know. hip to the yeah. back. Yeah. <laughs> Enemy yeah. this here. And he did a great job. You know, like last year when they played Atlanta, um, you know, I thought he got the center, kind of took him to school a little bit, yeah. you know. And this year he was much more well in position. I thought he elevates – you know, John and uh, John and Al- John yeah, and Payne, Payne excuse yep. me, just by kind of taking up those double teams on those guys, and you see how productive they can be. So he's mm-hmm. a guy that no one's going to be talking about except for on this podcast. Yeah. But he had a really outstanding football I game. I want to thank the Dallas Cowboys for putting. Him I on know the that's a uh, weird, thank you so much. Weird wacky <laughs> bit they did there. All right, and last one, the cashier. Money in the bank. Ooh, Set your watch by him, put right? The money in the bank. And this is going to be tough because we use a lot of good players already. You're going to have to dig deep, Tana, to find somebody you like here. Because I know you want to say Terry again. No. But you can't say it twice. I got the perfect guy. Okay. He used him, and I'm going I'm to use him for this one because I didn't use him. <laughs> B-Rob. <laughs> I got money in my yep. – money, money yeah. on my yeah. – hey, put, put the money on B-Rob. your mind. Like we just talked about it. We're not getting to our run game that we we, we expected. We yeah. wanted yeah. to see B-Rob with that ball tucked into his belly and let him do what he do. We haven't gotten to that, but he's still putting up points. He's still going into the game. He's in my fantasy. He's one of my guys that I don't have him as the – Primary back, I have him as that that guy where he's just going to be special. You know what I mean? Because I understand what kind of offense that he's in. He's probably going to get more passes sometimes than he gets runs, get carries, you know? So, um, no, he's just been a playmaker. He's been a dynamic force. And what what we just talked about later in the year, when we do have to say, hey, let's put a different style of play in because now now we're taking over these games where defensively we all together, we're sound, we're stopping guys, we up because Sam has been Sam, finding ways to get it done. He's he's, he's minimizing those mistakes of, you know, holding on to the ball too long. Now we can stuff the ball in his belly and let him do what he do, do what he's been born to do. So B. Roberts, my guy, he's the cashier Mm. that I'm going to always go to when I go to the bank. Well, I'll tell you this. Put the money in the bag. I'm going with Jamin Davis. All right? At oh, the end all of the right. day, a sack, 
a pick. This guy is quietly putting together a hell of a year. What is it about? What answer this question for me? What is it about that? Everyone seems to still want to hate him. Hate on Damon Day. Dude, like, so, every radio hey, outlet you know I'm what? listening to, it's like he's not doing his that job. Because once they label you as so a first round guy and he's you're taking a bu- his you're time a bust and and blah, 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 But blah. think about it. If he was a six rounder, they'd be like, oh, he's out of his mind. But my right thing, now, too, is I think they mis- they misinterpret what the linebackers are supposed to do. They people yeah. look at him and saying, I want a London Fletcher. He yeah. don't play London Fletcher like, position. Listen, he's he's a, not a London Fletcher. Outside linebacker. Outside linebacker, very fast, and gonna get to the sideline. Yeah. Go ahead and finish about it. Go ahead. Well, well the thing about it is he nobody appreciates you until you're gone. Mm-hmm. I, he's that type guy you never appreciate him till he gets hurt or something like that and you're like oh we ain't getting that same play from the linebacker but I'm telling you right now you go back he's and you look through ball. the first six games Jamin Davis is in his bag yeah. his bag got fat head old, old face hundreds in it I'm talking <laughs> about his face Benjamin Franklin's in it this guy right here is playing better than you think and if you don't believe me go watch uh, all 22 yeah. whatever you gotta yeah. do Jamin Davis is in his bag and we had talked about that this offseason about how he played really well the last four yeah, games and yeah. he just kept kept that going and he's like yeah. super confident not just in run fits like golly you want to watch a dude who's fit and runs like a yeah. f- like a lunatic yeah oh my god you know what's boy. so crazy too i'm watching the film and i and i love being able to watch this stuff after because you know when you're watching it you don't really get yeah. to see something you get the shock so when you can slow it down and say i'm like people are trying to hit him with the same plays that he yeah. missed on last that's year yeah. and, and they're not doing it and he's dead yeah, yeah. and i'm saying i'm saying that's a guy who learned from yeah. his lesson he, 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 t- he took those lessons Burn me once. those l's and say hey i'm gonna yeah. learn from him but not only that it shows you when when you can't hit him with those, now you're stuck. You lost. You lost. Yeah. You're trying to say, okay, what should we do next? Yeah, what are we gonna do? And then now he picks it off. Yeah, I talked about it the other day. I said that's gonna be a big confident boost for him because you know when you first get that first interception. Yeah. Now you know that okay, they better not try me again. It reminds me of a play that happened when Levar Arrington picked off. Uh, we was playing the Carolina Panthers, and it just propelled him into mm-hmm. what he was supposed yeah. to be. The I same think Levar the that play. we saw in college. Yes. Yeah. So I think that play. Does it for Jamin Davis? Where now he just I'm there. Yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm here, and we're loving Jamin Davis up a lot, and he deserves it. But he is he was on the Next Man Up pod with uh, Brian Brian, our host for the show on the yeah. Command Center. Yeah, so make sure you check that. that out if you want more. <laughs> All right, so you guys have highlighted I think everybody, but just to kind of give some people some shout outs here, I think Casey Two had a great game. Oh, two heel, two change. Jamin uh, Jamin Crow- Jameson Crowder had a great game. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah two heel, three sacks. Wow, look at that. Right up yeah, there with he like. He only gets a, a <laughs> yeah. smidge in the play. He has yeah. not been playing that much. Yeah. So that's very yeah. great. And then, you know, also give a little credit to you, man. You know, you you know, you know, kind of get him out there <laughs> now and then <laughs> when you want to. I mean, I can't get. I, yeah. I'm pretty sure no one would tell you this, yeah. but Logan's training a lot of some of these guys out here that's making plays. So yeah, well, I appreciate that. That's all training a lot of guys that ain't making plays, too. So. This guy. <laughs> just a hater over here. Just so much hate in your heart. Hate, all hate, this hate, hate. All right. Hate um, just, Silky Johnston. All right. So now, oh, the moment you all have been waiting for. We're going to do our Command Center <laughs> podcast fantasy recap. Oh, my God. And we've got a special guest. Intern Caroline is here Neighbor. on the show. And hi, Caroline. How are you? Hi, she loves to meet this week. Caroline. So that's why, that's why Caroline's on. Caroline has been a dominant force in fantasy. Yeah, yeah. And she beat Fred, me two weeks ago. Fred, no offense, you've been absolutely terrible. It's, it's fine. Okay, can't be great at so, anything in life. Caroline, why? What happened? Let's talk through it. Okay, honestly, I'm a company woman, so yeah. so so. Fred, no wins so far. I just thought, you know what? I'm not gonna change my my lineup. And yeah. Steelers had a bye. I'm pretty sure I was starting Pickens. Um, or, yeah, I was starting Pickens because Deontay's hurt. Let's see. And you yeah, had a lot of people Jason hurt. R. And I'm not going to cry. Producer you're pulling real. it up for me. <laughs> I'm not. All right. If, well, you... okay. Yeah. Okay. So, Justin Jefferson, Jay Jettis, not yep. playing. You yep. started him, huh? Yeah. Tough scene. Nice. Didn't that's change tough. that one out. That's yep. tough. You knew what you was doing, right? Kevin? I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, knew, yeah. You, knew no, you knew Fred needed one. No, no, no. You knew Fred needed one. Yeah, I did. He comes in here like, it's, like, like, like he just all world fantasy all guru. I all right, not to so Josh Allen, not the greatest game. This was definitely lower numbers than Devontae Adams for like the third week in a row. Yeah, not yeah, much they, at all. Yeah. He got me less than four points. Um, Rocket coverage in New England by him. Well, the thing about it, Carolina, if you do all that crying, what the baby gonna do? <laughs> uh, uh, that's all I'm saying. Uh, you but, uh, but but so so what I'm so what was and you beat Fred? You lost to Fred by one point. Yeah. 
With all that being said, yeah. only one point. You lost to Fred by one so point. So you, you just left your whole hey. roster like it is. Hey. Hey. You had guys on the so bye. Fred, you had guys hurt, and you still almost beat I had beat two guys so, on the bench. And, so, Fred, yeah. what are you doing? Nothing. <laughs> is my question. Hey, listen. <laughs> I ain't got if I ain't got all Washington players on my team, I don't play in no competition. I don't pay no attention. Right? And at the end of the day, I think I got Washington defense, and I'm sure they got me some points this week. They, they probably but at did. the end of the day. End of the day. I don't care about nothing else of this. And plus, my team, my squad. The one thing about fantasy football, I, I want to report this to everybody out Okay, report it. It's no rhyme let, let, or reason. Let me, let me report this lie. Like, it's <laughs> no rhyme or reason to fantasy football. People win because you luck up and win. It ain't got no, it's no, oh, you, you have no strategy. Oh, you ain't no strategy to it. You told me the other day, there ain't no luck in this. <laughs> Go back and find that. It ain't no luck. I told you the dude going to find a way to yeah. luck. No, no. Now you luck yeah. up and yeah. win. Yeah. No, it ain't it, no luck. It, 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 <laughs> I got my GM hat on. I go out there and pick my team, but now yeah. you look up and uh, win. Uh, it's, 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 all, it's like the weather. The yeah. weather man lie all the time. All right, you want to talk about somebody that's never you right? keep bringing up this damn weather man, man. Well, because let, him, no let, him say, let him say his quote. Okay, well, because there's no difference between <laughs> partly cloudy and partly sunny. Oh, my Like, I, I, I went out one day and we're like, ooh hoo, it's partly sunny out here. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, is it partly cloudy? Like, <laughs> they are no difference hey, in no. You don't think so? So, Caroline... You are our, probably our best fantasy football player here outside of this last week, yeah, which I'm you just saying, said you until, gave to until Fred. This week. Fred, you won by a point. And guess what? That hurt even worse. <laughs> that hurt even worse. Okay. So do you think there's luck involved in fantasy? Luck involved in – well, okay. The only reason I'd say luck is because people get hurt. So, like, yeah. Justin Jefferson's out for four or five weeks with a Good hamstring luck, injury. Yeah. Christian but, McCaffrey, them two are probably – Top two fans. You were cheating anyway. You them, too. them too. Fred, Fred, let me finish this. You <laughs> exactly. also did not pick your team. Yeah, exactly. So that might have something to do with it. You <laughs> and when we get drafted, we didn't pick ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> Tana, Tana was the most loyal. He picked, he was the company man. And that's why I'm sitting here mad as hell. Because <laughs> I keep losing to the last game of the night. <laughs> Every week, I'm watching the last game like, come on. Come this on, hold on. Come on, we got come it. Come on, we got this. I'm in the lead until the last. Zero <laughs> yeah. Oh, you lost, you lost to London. Yeah. I lost to London. Is London, London on the field? London CD Lamb and the Dallas Cowboys defense. And when Damn, I tell Coach you, B being Lamb was getting off. I just didn't want him to score. So I knew Lamb was going to do his thing. That last interception from by Dallas yes. defense yeah. gave them Four points on defense. Yeah, and he beat me one fifteen to one fourteen. Golly, Ain't that's that some crazy. Dang, uh, it, it happens like that. Caroline, so, we gonna pray for you. <laughs> well, you pray for Caroline. Pray, pray for yourself. Okay. Uh, no, not me. We on a winning streak. Right? <laughs> we are on a streak right now. Smoot Lumber Company is on a streak right now. By someone who just said they let, we're gonna let you win. Hey, first of all, nobody lets people win. All right, oh people go take victories. All right, that's the that's the law of sports. All right, I took that victory. All right, ain't nobody tell her to play Justin Jefferson. <laughs> ain't nobody tell her to play uh, Christian McCaffrey. These guys are hurt. All right? <laughs> all right, it's not my job to set her team up. All right? Did you just forget Carolina, or were you actually thinking I need to like help spread out? I I'm in a few fantasy leagues, so I think <laughs> so I forgot. think I just forgot. She forgot. But Tana, I was also same thing. I needed C D Lamb. Yeah. And it literally was down to the wire and then wow. when you need yeah. a cowboy, your life is short. I know. That uh -huh. that's the one thing about fantasy that bothers me because I'm obviously rooting for the for us, yeah. of course. So it's and, like and I want Cowboys to lose right? the other night, and then but you know but I need so crazy? CD, CD Land to go off a little bit. So it's so, you know what's so, so crazy. This is what fantasy football does. I can say that you do need a little luck because you can pick a dynamic team. I'm talking about all the yeah. key guys you yeah. know that's going to go out. Like I have, if you look at my list of guys, like you like. There's no way those guys are not going to get off. And then if you don't slot them right yeah. during oh, the yeah. week. Then you can find yourself the biggest biggest loser. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah. you you do need a little luck. So I will say that's probably one well, you're, you're, I didn't tell. You're playing percentages, My like yeah. preach. Like I was looking at the, the math on this. You know, they say, oh, this person's the most likely to score <laughs> this point or whatever. And like it's just it's just the analytics of it. It's just yeah. it's there is a fifty percent chance that this guy will do this, but there's also with that with that percentage that yeah. it doesn't go the way you want it to, right? Yeah. So it's it's. You're gambling that the guy does well each and every week. So it makes you watch every game. It does. Yeah. That's what it, it makes you super engaged. Yeah. I will yeah. say. It makes so you know when you know now betting is like at an all time high. Everybody's yeah, betting on games, betting on teams. I'm more of the player player parlay guy. Like I would I would watch a game and say, okay, that guy's going to have four catches. This guy's going to have a touchdown. And 
I would rather bet like that than bet on the team. You know what I mean? Because these players, so that's just like fantasy. So you yeah. you basically playing fantasy for money. Like yeah. you say, okay, I'm a, I'm a bet that they, their key guys is going to do what things, they need to do things to help them win games. You know what I'm saying? So, but when you do that, I'm putting these key guys on my fantasy list, and you saying like, you mean to tell me this guy have more than 50 yards in a game where he's yeah. the number one receiver. Yeah. Like, it's hard to see that. And I know if anybody better with me or better had me in their fantasy, which I hear guys always say, Tanner, you want me money? I'm like, how? Yeah. Like, how, Craig? Like, seriously, yeah. like, it's no way. Because I remember being in games where you've been on a team with yeah. me where they won't even throw me the ball no, in games. Yeah. I'm sitting like, what the hell well, is going, going on? So, just real quick. So, I lost. I lost. I've, I don't know if I've won. Have I won a game? Yeah, yeah one in five. One yep. five. I'm, I'm really invested Sound in my team. right, James. So, Garrett Wilson was on my team. Jalen Hurts was on Ryan's team. That's our boss. Yeah. He won. Obviously, Jalen Hurts struggled a little bit. Jets defense. Yeah. yeah. Through three picks. The Jets defense is a monster. And, and I had Jets defense. Hey, and guess what? It's the William brothers. <laughs> Quinnen and his other brother line, at the linebacker. They I are mean, making plays. And that, that defense is like, it's in that tree, man. That San Francisco tree. Dynamic, yeah. fast, athletic. Get out to the Get out there. Get and they after. had guys, they had sauce down. Yeah, yeah and, like and the two other and, no, and, 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 was out. and Reader yeah. was out too. So, yeah, so yeah, um, but yeah, Garrett Wilson. I wish. I mean, he played well, but like you know, Zach Wilson not pretty ton of confident there. Wilson. London beat you, right? Yeah. He's got Cooper Cup, man. Cooper Cup looks like he's back in action. Well, I'm sorry. Like McVeigh is showing us whoever plays number one wide receiver <laughs> for the Rams <laughs> is going to be doing all right. Fantasy, <laughs> uh, just blessing. Yeah. All right, it yeah. doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah, and then he uh, London also had McCaffrey. That's tough out, man. That's crazy. Well, huh? think about that. Think about the 49ers losing to Cleveland. Well, first of all, the 49ers, since they got McCaffrey, has never lost a game. Yeah. Every game he crazy. started, they won. He got hurt, they lost. They lost. Like, it's equivalent so to So he actually got hurt in that game. He, he got, got he hurt. Got, His oblique. Trent Williams went down. Yeah. McCaffrey that's, that's went right, down. Yeah. And Debo Sanders yeah, went they, down. They, they, they're like all, top guys. And they lost. And they barely lost the game. The guy missed the Caroline, thank you so much for joining us. You got to go to Caroline. work. Yes, yeah. guys, of course. Thanks for letting Fred win. Appreciate it. You're welcome, Fred. And then, uh, yeah, Carolina. So they barely lost. They lost yeah. by a fit. The field goal. They should have won. Missed the yeah. field goal and yeah. lost the game. The kicker, well, yeah. And the kicker so missed two field goals. They yeah. still would be on the feeder right now. Yeah. And then, uh, Fred, you had Amon Ross St. Brown on your team. Yes. And he, hey, listen. The, I call him Zeus's cousin. All right. St. Brown, Amon Ross. You, you just thought of that. The, yeah, I did. Yep. You just made he it up makes, right now. He makes <laughs> plays. Yeah. All right. I'm sorry. And Jerry oh, Goff is similar to Jamie Davis. Jared Nobody Goff. respects Jerry Goff. Goff. He's only been to a lot Super of folks Bowl. change their opinion about him. He's and balling. I sit here and watch these shows, and they be like, oh, who the thought Jerry Goff? I said, yeah, I remember after that Super Bowl years ago, they was trying to get him out of there yeah. so fast, fast out of L.A., and now look at him now. No, no he's, he's that dude that nobody likes to give props to. Yeah. Nobody likes to say Jared Goff is a good quarterback. Yeah. I am here to say this. Jared Goff is a top 15 quarterback yeah. in this oh, league. I mean, Fred, come on. Him. Go, we go. appreciate you acknowledging the obvious. <laughs> well, nobody <laughs> likes to give him props, okay. Tanner. Because if he weren't playing good, you'll be saying, ooh, he stinks. He's yeah. Oh, no, I tell <laughs> the so truth. I report up. the news. Ooh, ooh. I report the news. This is also like when I do feel like you Fred, Fred is a little bit like flavor of the month. But like, so do you think he's better than Kirk Cousins? Yeah. Way better? I think he's better, not way better. I just think he's better in clutch situations than Kirk. Kirk has shown you through in the years that I will cash checks. I will not end the game for you. I, think, I will not I take think you the to the playoffs. I think the thing that Kirk don't have that a lot of these quarterbacks have is, is uh, um, shut down defenses. Like, they're, yeah, like Kirk came dude, to the Minnesota 100%. Vikings when they was a – the year before, they had a great defense. Yeah. And then since he's been there, the defense just disappeared. So – he can't play defense. He can't go score for score. You know what I mean? If he's giving you a chance to be in the game, someone has to wrap it up. Someone has to close it, shut it down. So I yeah. think that's what he, he doesn't have. So you don't think Jared Goff is better than Kirk? You know, I, I so I go back and forth on it because I do think – I think Kirk this year is playing really well. He's, he's doing an excellent job. You don't think half of those – you he getting his hollow? I mean, they're in close still games. Gotta, you still got to play the but, game. And the th thing I want to bring up is I think that offensive coordinator, that offense that they're running – is so quarterback friendly. They do such a good job of insulating them on a down and down basis, finding good shots, finding explosives. Now he's got to hit it. He's got to run that offense. Oh, no, he a lot lets of the ball. He's so, a he's a wide receiver's best friend. So I, I'm saying, like, I, I respect him, but I'm just saying, I think Kirk right now is doing more for his team. That being said, they are one in five, and one mm -hmm. team, and the other team is five and one. So I think there's a huge factor in that as well. Yeah. All right, let's get out of that. Let's go on to what are you watching.
And, I, you know, I, we kind of talked about this before. No one's really watching anything. Let's talk about what you guys are doing for Halloween. Uh, well, I'm watching Loki. Loki. Loki is the hottest show right now in the world. I love it. Do you? I, is Marvel, it good? I'm a Marvel fan. I know, but the Marvel, I, Marvel last couple of movies been meh. Yeah, it's been blah. But now Kevin Feige has pushed the reset button. They finna get everything good. Everything we headed back. to the Secret Wars. We headed to everything. And Loki is the key to Secret Wars. And I am enjoying it. And it fits in with Halloween. Yeah, but is it so? Is it a good show? No, it's a great show. Okay. It's not good. It's great. Great show. Yeah, I haven't gotten into my Halloween stuff yet. I probably start, I probably dive in this week. I got a couple of shows on Netflix that's just sitting there, basically telling me to you know. Yeah. Uh, what's you your know, favorite Halloween show? Favorite what's Halloween your favorite, movie? Uh, uh, what scary movie? Mine's is uh, Michael Myers. Like my yeah. like right now, I'm saying like my favorite what's of all time. What's the difference in Michael Myers and every, Jason? Every no, so Jason is just a. Don't get me wrong. It's, it's it's not that different. But I will say this: the Michael Myers movies every year seems to find a twist, the way to get. Better. I don't yeah. understand that. Like it's just like the die. He dies and he not. He's not dead. Like, he ain't never every time, dead. You know what I mean? Like, so he, Jason just walks through the mall, shopping <laughs> and all kinds of stuff. Nobody like the dude can't die. I'm a more of a Freddy Krueger guy. Yeah, because, so I love Freddy Krueger more than both of those guys because he's but not in physical. They don't world. have nothing up to date. You see what I'm saying? Like, so imagine this. Imagine being afraid to fall asleep. Oh, dude! Imagine, imagine. We, like, we, we were talking. Were we, we talking about, about that this earlier? Yeah, we were yeah. talking about that. Just imagine. Uh, no one when I nod out he's coming for you this dude coming for me yeah. and he's not gonna kill me physically like he's gonna kill me in my dream like I'm getting scared right now <laughs> that's crazy man hey that be scary Go excuse my French I know I, I dropped a bomb bomb here and there but trust me when Freddy Krueger was like the the, the go to scary movie, bro, yeah. that's when Halloween was. I Halloween. had this yeah. sweater. Like, you have a sweater? The red and black oh, sweater. Oh, dude. You look like you could be yeah, him right yeah, now. Yeah. Yeah. I you, actually, you actually built like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He, that's one really scary. The one that really scared scared me a lot was Insidious. Do you remember that? that yeah, I do remember that. That was that, like really good job of like building tension, you know, that kind of thing. So I'm not good with remembering movies. I watch a ton of them and I won't. And somebody's like, hey, did you watch this? And then I start watching. I'm like, man, I saw this already. <laughs> What's the movie when the girl was at school and they punked her to go in the bathroom and they poured the damn. Carrie, 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 yes. Now that show right <laughs> there. Yeah. Ooh. Boy, <laughs> <laughs> hey. I feel sorry for all those people who picked on yeah. Carrie. Hell yeah, I ever looked in the mirror and say Bloody Mary like three times. Please did y'all ever do that? No. no. I did it. No, yeah. I'm doing it. Nobody came out yeah, the, the mirror. Candyman. Candyman. Yeah. Candyman, candy. I like Candyman. Yeah. All right. Well Don't you know he had those bees on him for real? And they gave yes. him like they gave him like it was like a hundred, like five hundred thousand dollars yeah, for every, every bite sting. he took. Oh, for real? Because he yeah. put him in his mouth, right? Or yeah, something? it was some in his mouth. It was like and for every bee sting. They gave him like a certain amount of money. It was a lot of money, though. Yeah. Right? It was a lot of yes. money. It was like $17,000 or yeah. something. Yeah, I mean, I, that would take a lot for me to do that. Oh, stuff. listen, if a bee want to sting me for 17, I'm good. Yeah, I guess you feel pretty good about it. <laughs> I'm going to pitch you guys on a show. Yeah. All right, so on Netflix is uh, The Fall of the House of Usher. Hi, Jason. Saw that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It's really, really good. Fall, right. fall of the House of Usher. The House Fall Usher. of the House of Usher. Yeah, I got to yeah. check it out. So um, it's. Directed and written by the same guy who did The Haunting of Hill House and like mm -hmm. all of those. All right, all right. Once yeah, yeah, yeah. a year. That's the one that's telling me to watch. Yeah. Every time I turn my Netflix, that's the first show. It's a show Netflix there. show, right? Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. a mini series. Yeah. yeah. Um, the director of it, Mike Flanagan's my guy because he went to my alma mater, Towson oh. University. Oh, that's oh, right. Local oh, dude. Local dude. Great people in the world went to Towson. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> me and him. Right. Yeah. Um, but so follow the house of usher is it follow it's it's based on a novella right or it it's edgar Allan poe right okay he there wrote, we go wrote a short story called that it, and every episode is like a different poem of edgar Allan poe's that they incorporate that's oh, sick like actually the raven and, and, i love and, that see, most people don't know the ravens are, are named after poe like they what? think oh, yeah. it's about yeah, the bird. Yeah, their mascot's they, name they is poe his name really? is poe. the ravens they, the yeah. ravens the baltimore ravens are named at the Edgar Allan Poe. That's crazy. Yeah, that sounds really cool. I love, I, I love stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, that's why they named the Ravens. And, and what I said, he know every goddamn. <laughs> yeah, he does. He can't, yeah. he can't play no trivia game. Yeah. Yeah. No yeah, I think we play a trivia game with him this week on uh, oh, the Command hey. Center show. And yeah. I, I win Jeopardy I'm, all the time. Nobody likes to play me in Jeopardy. Yeah. What? I call. I sit at home and watch Jeopardy. Me and my kids, by yourself. My wife. 
And and literally, I beat them out. You just had this talk. I just told you what he do. Talk to the wall. <laughs> yeah, just in there playing Jeopardy <laughs> with the wall. Hey, I got, I'm going to kill him tomorrow. I'm going to tell you what I'm going to tell him. I've been crying since Alex Trebek been gone. <laughs> Listen to me. been hard on me. All right. Well, I think that's going to do it for today. That's a wrap. We'll talk more Halloween stuff here in a little bit. Let us know. We're candy gonna, corn we'll is talk about We'll talk candy. about this House Come of on, Usher. Man. Candy corn ain't candy. Look at this man over here. All right. But if you like this content, please make sure to like and subscribe. And tune in on Friday for the Giant Preview Podcast. Really looking forward to that. If you guys like this podcast, make sure you check out our podcast network with Get Loud as one of our favorite programs with Fred. What are you talking about this week, Fred? Everything. <laughs> Everything. Yeah, last week was bubbles, whatever it is. This week <laughs> we'll figure it out. Next Man Up is another podcast where you get to inside access with our, this guy. This week it's Jamin Davis. Yes. Get to know the man behind mm. the helmet. Love that show. Players Club, Tana, that's one of your favorites you got yeah, this week. We got Fuller this week. Oh, that'll be awesome, Savvy man. Savvy bet. He's, he's playing awesome, man. I can't wait to hear what that's all about. And we got our Command Center special from New York, B. Mitch and Santana in New York breaking down the game. Tana, what are you going to be doing up there? New York, New York, big city of dreams. <laughs> Everything in New York isn't always what it seems. Ooh, make sure you check them all out. Bar dropper. <laughs> Flow rider. The views and opinions expressed by our podcast guests and or hosts are their own and do not necessarily reflect the views or positions of the Washington Commanders or any of their representatives.